alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening. Khuyanand Moweni. I'm Shahida Kali. Very happy to be back. And of course, I am having a conversation with a life coach this evening, and her name is Nariman Richards. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the program. Wa alaikum salam, Shahida. Shukran. So, so what is interesting and exciting for me is in the studio, we actually have two names of my mother's daughters oh. because we are two sisters and we are Shahida and Nariman. Oh, okay, mashallah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that for me kind of stands out you know and it's it i feel like okay there's there's some uh, familiarity almost because you have my sister's name oh, all right afwan so so nariman i as we spoke about you know a little bit off the air um i was saying to you when we're talking about life coaching we're talking about such a young concept of and and you know there are different ways in which people approach uh different Difficulties and challenges and so on in life and this is very young mm. so not as much is known about life coaching I also feel like there is a great interest from our young people in life coaching and and so I'm very excited just to explore some of that with you if I may and and perhaps to start off by asking how would you define life coaching? Is there a, a specific definition for life coaching? Yeah, Shada, I think you're right. It is quite a young um, profession. It's it's only been around since the 1980s, mm. and a lot more popular um, in the in the America in the States and the UK. Um, I think in South Africa, it's still relatively new and taking off slowly. Mm-hmm. Again, because um, I think people must get used to a new concept. Um, and oftentimes people will say, but isn't it just um, like consulting or um, is it not the same like going to a psychologist or a counselor? But the the fundamental difference between uh, a counselor or and a life coach is that a life coach recognizes that there is nothing fundamentally wrong with their client. Mm-hmm. Um, another difference is that they that we um, that we deal with clients, not with patients. Mm-hmm. So we don't see we see the individual as whole and we recognize that the reason why they approach us as a life coach is is purely because a life situation has thrown them off. You know, it might be um, a loss, like we will discuss later, it might be um, they're struggling in a relationship. It might be in, in a professional business sense where they having to make a decision around, do I stay at this job or do I move on mm-hmm. to another job or do I go and open my own business? Yeah. So all of us have these, um, these forks in the road almost. Some of, the, some of those forks are forced upon us. And some of them, we we flow towards them naturally, and we get there, and we kind of stuck. Um, and then in 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 that case, when we feel that feeling of being stuck and we're unsure, one of the places you could go to is to a life coach. Mm-hmm. The the the, I think the unique thing about coaching is that it's not about the coach telling you what you should do. It's about asking the right questions that which reveals for yourself 
what is best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing about coaching is that we we do recognize that what has happened in the past has affected where you where you are now, but we don't necessarily go back in order to go forward. So so um, we will rec- we will we will determine the intention. What is your intention? I'm here yeah. now. What is my intention? Where do mm-hmm. I want to be? And so we move from where you are to where you want to be through okay. a process. So so you kind of establish or the together with the person you establish what the goal would be towards which you would work. Absolutely. That's yes. what it sounds like for yes. me. So so perhaps just to I, I read a little bit about um essay coaching, I think yes. it is. Yes. So perhaps just to tell us a little bit about the training that life coaches will go through. And again, I just feel it's so great if young people particularly um are listening to the program. But even, you know, People who are in different age uh, ranges might be at a place where they feel, um, again, I'm at a crossroad perhaps where I feel with all my experience, um, this is something that I can do. Like I meet so many people who will say we want to study psychology, we want to study Mm. psychology, and often it is because of where they find themselves. And I'm sure, you know, very similar trend could be prevalent in terms of um, wanting to pursue life coaching. Absolutely. Tell us about the training. Yeah, look, the training, um, when I decided to do the the coaching training, I, I did lots of research. The thing that stood out for me about essay coaching was that it was um, it wasn't so much theory as as it was practical. Okay. So it was very interactive. Um, I had a coach who trained me, who, who coached me and trained me at the same time. So he coached me on my own personal stuff. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't as if you were out of touch with the training. It wasn't a book exercise. It wasn't taking notes. It was real. It was it was being um, put put basically in the seat of the client mm-hmm. and and understanding how that client feels when you as the coach are asking the questions that sometimes we don't want to answer. Sometimes we don't even want to look at it. Because what a coach will do is shine a light on the areas that we, that you as the client is turning away from. Because nine out of ten times, that's, that's the thing that's going to help you shift. Um, and it's the scary thing. It's the fearful thing. It's the change that needs to happen normally. And sometimes it's the truth about you that you must face. So... Um, I did a lot of research. I came across essay coaching. I invested in it. It wasn't the, the it, financially it wasn't the cheapest option, but it was the best option I think because it was so practical. Um, and it was over eighteen months, um, and it was intense. Like I said, I mean, I was I was in tears sometimes because. It's a dance, really, between the client and the coach because the coach wants to move you forward. And sometimes the client doesn't want to go forward, although they're sitting there. The truth of our lives is that in order to move forward, 
we got to we got to make some changes and we a lot of us are are resistant to change and when that change means that you have to change something mm-hmm. it's even more difficult because you know we like to point the finger to At someone else other. it's always someone else's fault why we are where we are um but a coach that's the other thing the coaches will hold you accountable and hold you accountable to yourself and your intention that you set at the beginning of the of the agreement and we'll call you out on on stuff you know it's a it's a real it's an honest and it's a, this is the facts let's work through it um as opposed to trying to sugarcoat it and and make it look all nice and rosy because nothing real no real change happens in your life unless you face the truth about where you are and how you got there and take responsibility for your part in getting there because whether it's a it's a failed marriage whether it's a losing your job whether it's whatever it is you were a willing participant in that so you need to take responsibility for your part and you need to forgive yourself when you made you know made bad choices in that in that space and then you need to find a way to move forward and that's really what the coaching is about okay very interesting i you mentioned um when people struggle with uh with acknowledging the mm-hmm. part that they play yes and sometimes if a person was for example in an abusive relationship yes. there's this fine line between if i take responsibility does it mean that i'm to be blamed yes what yes. are your thoughts on that that's that's very common because um you see again i want to say that abuse is real and it's not something that we should tolerate on any level um but like you say if you take responsibility then are you not the one that's to blame but that, there's a big difference between being the victim playing the victim and believing that you don't have another choice as opposed to being in a situation where you actually can't see that you do have another choice mm-hmm. because taking the responsibility doesn't mean that you were entirely to blame for what happened to you the responsibility would be that yes i recognized maybe a year ago that this was an abusive relationship could i have done something different yes maybe i could have uh, but the other thing that we also need to to know is that we can always make a different choice just because we made a choice a year ago to stay when we come into something like a coaching relationship and and the the coaching process opens up our mind and the lights come on and we recognize oh my word but i did have a dif- i did have you know i could have made a different choice it's not about blaming yourself it's about saying well i didn't know that then but now i know it so now i can make a different choice I I often uh suggest to people instead of feeling that you're judging yourself to rather try and see it as I'm evaluating yes. you know the situation and the part that I played Absolutely. in it yeah. yeah I I just another um question about um life coaching Naraman would there be particular levels of education in order to enter life coaching do you have an idea um 
Look, when I applied to do my um, life coaching um, certification, there, there was no, I mean, matric was fine. Um, you could come in and obviously the coach, the training coach will recognize if you have the skill. Mm-hmm. So just because you be, you're going into the train, well, I don't know how it works with other um, coaching institutions, but with SA Coaching, it, was, it wasn't just about I'm coming to do this and so after 18 months I'm going to get. There was, there was, you know, you have to go through a real process of being coached, coaching your peers in the class, being, you know, evaluated on that and recognizing where, you know, your blind spots are and so on. So in terms of, of education, there's no degree you need to have or it's, it's basically um, someone that has the skill to do, to be able to um, work with people and um, to be able to almost be a sounding board and, uh, and you know, to be able to ask the right questions, be, be able to pick up from people's body language and, you know, when they are pulling back, when they're not opening up. And, you know, so in the training at SA Coaching, those things um, come up. And, and, you know, there's, there's, there's definite training around, okay, you need to be a bit more assertive here or you need to let the client be a bit more um, lead the way in this. Um, so, yeah, I think in terms of training, um, no formal training as in you need to have a university degree. No. Okay, all right. So just also, do you, once you've um, qualified as a life coach, yeah. is there the need to have continued professional development that is required? There is, a, there is an international life coaching um, association that you um, you can affili- become affiliated to. And in if you're affiliated to them, then you must send in, um, I think it's 40 hours of coaching every year. You need to send them, you know, record, recordings or logged time and so on. So in order to stay part of the affiliation. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's very interesting. And I think, and thank you for the information shared because um, there is such a great interest and there is an absence of enough understanding in terms of what life coaching yes. is all about. Yes. Um, I uh, particularly take cognizance of the fact that you say that you would see your clients as people who are not ill, yes. as people who are um, in a good space but have particular challenges that they like to um, overcome or work through or work with. Correct. Okay. So, so perhaps you know to to mention some of the um, types of issues that, that that you find. Is there is there a trend? I know relationships will always be top of the list of, yes. of much of the work <laughs> that many you know professionals do. But you know what have been your type of focus? Okay. First of all, uh, Shada, I, I only coach women, okay? So... Is there a reason for that? Um, yes, I think the, for me, when I, when I went into coaching, I recognized that the relationship is, is, you know, is built on trust. And so you build up this trusting relationship with your client. And in that space, you become quite... Um, it's, it's, it's a vulnerable space for anybody to be in. Yeah. 
So I, as a as a woman, as a Muslim woman, and now as a married woman, I didn't really, I don't really want to put myself in a position where I'm in such a vulnerable space with a, with another male. So that was my main reason for not coaching okay. males. Um, but with women, um, and possibly this is just true for men as well, but first of all, everything is about relationship, ultimately, when we look at it. So, so I have women coming to me um, who are struggling in relationship as, as it is, um, either with, with spouse or with um, parents siblings um, but then I also have women professional women who mm-hmm. are in a, in a, in corporates who are struggling with those type of relationships with um, management or directors fundamentally their struggle is really about their value system because in a space like that you often find yourself having to, to compromise your values um, so you know, when they come to me, they don't recognize this is actually about the personal value system. They're feeling compromised when they have to make decisions or they have to carry out certain um, certain decisions that have been made by management, which they have to implement, and it uh, and it it affects other people. Um, retrenchment process. It's it's. It weighs heavy on someone who has, uh, you know, who values that type of thing, who value, who has a high, who places um, people and their needs and uh, on high on the value system. So, if you're in a managerial or directorship position and you have to do that process, it's it goes against your value system, and now you're struggling, but you don't know what you're really struggling with. And so, when we unpack it, what we find is. I'm actually the, the client is actually struggling with the fact that what she's having to do at work is goes against what her personal values tells her is correct. And so how do we get from where we are now to where she'd like to be? Okay. And so on that, um, Nerman, we need to take commercial news. When we come back, I, th- I think it's such an opening to the conversation of loss because what you're referring to is the experience of loss in terms of, I feel loss in terms of the values that I hold. Yes. So in that itself, it presents um, loss. And so that's for me a very good point that we can shift to the experience of loss and the meaning that it would hold um, in terms of the particular focus and to the person themselves. So let's go to commercial news. When we come back, we will continue with our discussion. I'm speaking with Nariman Richards, who is a life coach, and I'm Shahida Kali.
so we're back on the air and I'm Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with Nariman Richards who is a life coach by profession and very interesting conversation and I'm really really hoping that people are listening who are interested in doing um, life coaching so that they have a little bit of a better understanding for me significant is when a life coach explains to you that the client base would be people who are healthy people and it's almost like in the field of psychology and Nariman when we have we have categories of psychology so we have mm. specialities you have your clinical psychologist you have your counseling psychologist so for example your counseling psychologist would be your psychologist who will work with life difficulties much more than your schizophrenia, yes. psychoaffective yes. disorder, and so on. That, that would be in your clinical psychology domain. Then you've got your child psychologist and so on. So I think that is, very, is a very significant um, factor for people to factor in, in terms of when they're wanting to manage themselves. Yes. But we come back to, and I think this is the opening in terms of loss, uh, you refer to two things. The one is relationship when we use the word relationship it can be in relation to anything that which is significant to ourselves absolutely yeah yes. so that i think is is something that we need to kind of hold at the back of our mind what you then uh, discussed or or uh, described earlier on is and let's just go there for a, for a second the loss of what interferes with your value system will be especially for people who find themselves as particularly a religious person absolutely yes it's hard when they are confronted with um, my job is now feeling as if it is interfering with how I see myself and my religious values yes what what would be your conversation and what would be your approach because it cannot be all that easy in terms of their own process because if someone sees it as a loss how does one shift them from seeing it differently well i think shada you know when most times when women come to me right um they're feeling out of they're feeling out of touch first of all so they know that something's going on for them but they can't put their finger on it mm -hmm. right and so um, in the case of um, which we spoke about in the in the workplace when women are confronted with their personal value systems um, as opposed to implementing corporate instructions yeah. almost and, and feeling it as and loss. feeling it as if I'm losing part of myself in this yeah. organization yeah um, the process for me would would be again we first of all it sometimes takes two or three sessions for them to because because remember I I can't I can't give them the answer even though a part of me can recognize it the the impact happens for a client when it when the light goes on inside of them and they see it for themselves mm -hmm. so it's just like anything else words don't teach you know you can't i can't tell you this is what you're experiencing until you actually feel it and then you feel oh my word this is what i'm experiencing you know so sometimes it takes two or three sessions with with the right questions they eventually recognize that 
what's going on here for me is that I'm I'm feeling torn between my value system and like you rightfully pointed out when it's religious when the value system is not only on your personal values values it's also religious value it's even bigger because now how do you reconcile that with what you're having to um, you know you're having to do your job you're going to be um, performance managed on it um, and so getting to that place is one thing and then from there on it's where do you want to be okay so using that as an, an example um, we could unpack the actual company is it what you want where you want to be does it give you everything you need um, what is it that drew you to this company you know so so let's put that in a in a in the bank and and say well this is what 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 I'm getting from this company and then so if you're getting that what is it that you're having to give up mm-hmm. so again we come to the the loss the loss yeah. you're giving you're yeah. getting something but you're losing something else yeah. Yeah. and ultimately now this is where I'm saying the difficulty with with coach with clients is that when it comes right down to it you've got to be very honest with yourself mm-hmm. and you've got to be able to say well I'm, I'm losing this I'm gaining that yeah and I'm okay with it yeah or I'm losing this I'm gaining that but I, the loss is is too big for me yeah so now what do I do mm-hmm. there's there's a, there's a choice do yeah. I do I move on do I look outside um, for another job or do I try and get Maybe it's only in that area. Perhaps it's not a corporate company culture. Perhaps it's a management culture in that area that's, that's, you know, that's affecting me. Maybe going to a different department. So we get to, you know, we go to that place. But ultimately what we want to get the client to do or to recognize is, I'm here, it's not working for me. I'm so unhappy, but I know now why. And so what are my options? And I do have choices. So let me make the choice. And again, change is not easy. No, change isn't easy. So, um, uh, yeah, so that's where clients find themselves and then they have to make the difficult um, choices. Yeah. So I want to ask something that's a little bit dif- different. Um, with change and the, um, and, and I see that there's a message that has come through. Let me just quickly touch on this um okay so i i'm going to read the message for you so that you can hear um it's it it greets us and says love the program i think i'm one of the people who are resistant to change (laughs) i think you know just to say to the person i think as we go through life different at different times in different points of our lives dealing with different types of issues i think all of us will be resistant to change somewhat so there's no blame in that i've now reached the point where I understand that I need to make changes but I don't know where to start time management is also a huge problem for me to get balance I always feel like I don't have enough time 
where do I start? And and I just want to say on this message, when you read the message, remember our focus is loss. Um, you read the message and you feel the loss of the person, the loss of the part of me that needs to find things, understand things, and and kind of you know affect my change. You you, yes. you feel that and you hear that from the person. I'm really proud of the person who sent in the message and and really just to say you're not alone there are thousands of people who are in this space and um uh, yeah it's such a human space to be in but i want to come back and uh golly i'm just checking the time i'm wondering whether we should take uh, more commercial news we have to do that when we come back i think we'll probably have about five more minutes to speak about and I'm and I'm being told that we can continue with the conversation and eventually we you know we're probably going to go until about eight o'clock. So I want to come back to the when when you're confronted with the truth, it can be very anxiety provoking yes. for some people a lot more than others. For some people for different reasons. So for example, if it feels huge for me in terms of my religious um, relationship with my creator, it can bring about um, acute anxiety, it can bring about panic attacks as all a part of this whole process. Is there a point in which you recognize that it is um, in terms of managing the person's situation that a referral would be appropriate? Yes, no, absolutely. In fact, in the in the coaching agreement, which is which is normally um, set up up front, mm -hmm. there is an understanding that should that occur, that there would be a referral to uh, Another professional. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you know, the um, even in my work that I do as a clinical psychologist, um, we work in terms of multiple uh, teams with life coaches, with dietitians, mm. and so on, depending on what the focus is of the difficulty. Because we know, as you said earlier, on change can be very debilitating. It can be very overwhelming yes. for people yes um how and and i and i understand that you would have had many different um clients but is there a client situation that stands out for you where they had particular difficulty when they acknowledged the the issue for them is there a client that stands out i i think no i think all clients um and and the, and I experienced this personally when I was being coached in my training. The the point at which you actually, you know, I, I think Oprah calls it the, the aha moment mm -hmm. when that happens to you, when you recognize, oh my word, you know, I have been a party to this, you know, I am responsible. And, you know, as much as I want to be playing the victim here, um, I, was a, I was part of that relationship, whether it's in the workplace or whether it's in the, in, you know, in a personal space, uh, whether it's with your spouse or whether it's with your, with your child. When, when that aha moment happens, when you recognize the part that you played that brought you to the place that you are now, it's huge and it's for everyone it's huge because um, that's an uncomfortable space to be 
um, and, 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 and that's what I'm saying. The client-coach relationship is a, is, a, is a vulnerable relationship because the coach gets to see you at your most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And he or she um, sees that look on your face when the lights come on for you. Um, and, and you know, so all of us experience that differently. Some of us get sweaty palms or your mouth goes dry or you, you know. Um, and so is there one particular no? I think for me, all my clients, that's the, that is the point where that I, that, that actually now means now we can move on. Now we can go forward. Okay. Because until you actually see that, you actually just still wanting someone else to fix the problem. So I think what you're describing also is acknowledgement, but acceptance thereof. And yes. acceptance for me is always that which starts the wheels Absolutely. rolling yes. in the direction of recovery. Yeah. And and yeah, what a sore place to be, um, but what a wonderfully profound place to be um, in terms of realizing what is real for me. So I'd like to read another message that had come okay. through and it says, again, thanking us for the program and the person is a 34-year-old male at home and at work. I struggle with relationships all over. I find I just don't fit in with everyone. I sometimes try, but there is not a lot of common interest. I find it easier to have conversation with people much older older than me but I struggle with communication sometimes for this reason I avoid staff functions so I just want to get to um, to this and unfortunately we're not really going to have time to respond in this program I'm going to have to go back to the person and respond to them in my next part of my program but I just would want to say um, you know perhaps I should just give you uh, the opportunity to just kind of succinctly share your thoughts that you'd like to share with the person. Yeah, just the thoughts that have come to mind yeah. in terms of what would you want to say to this person? Well, look, I think, first of all, um, j- judging ourselves and beating ourselves up for who we are is is not the place to start, right? I think we must also recognize that some of uh, that all of us are not the same. We don't all socialize in the same way. We don't, some of us don't feel comfortable in a surrounding where there are lots of people. The, the, um, the coaching relationship will also, if, if that's something that um, a client struggles with, it's accepting your own values, accepting who you are and unearthing that for yourself and saying, okay, well, actually, this is who I am and I'm okay with that. Um, so acceptance, I would say to the, the, the listeners who's actually written in, accepting that we, that that's okay. It's not necess- it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Um, it doesn't always it, have to look the same, have isn't it? to look the same. Yeah. So you find people that don't like to go to uh, social functions because mm-hmm. of the interaction. Um, that's a personal choice. But I think as you re- as you mentioned earlier on, it will take a 
a proper assessment yes. and probably a few conversations to understand. It's about uncovering why. It's yes. about uncovering what is the issue really and and once you know the issue to know, okay, so if, if I know the issue, is it something I have to change it yes. needn't be something that you need to change yes. it, it can be completely fine i think sometimes we put ourselves in particular boxes i mean there are very many people who prefer to be in the company of older people even marry uh, you know older yes. spouses and live a very very happy and and fulfilled life yeah look i think shada i think also um generally we we struggle with uh, with with societies, what society has defined as the perfect individual. And for different cultures, that definition is yeah. different. Yeah. So when, when there, is a, there is a picture that you are measuring yourself up to, inevitably you're not going to tick all the boxes. Yeah. So, um, but if we, can, if we can recognize that that picture was just created by a society who's decided that that's what a perfect person should, should look like. It's not yeah. true necessarily for you as an individual. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I think somewhere I read, even in the information that I read uh, before I had the program, a reference was made to normal. And I thought, okay, well, normal is different for different people in different circumstances in different contexts in different eras normal can be so different what is interesting for me about this young man is if you are unhappy and uncomfortable in terms of where you're at then certainly i think getting to understand why so that you can move to a place where you can be happy about your situation and and again as we would have said does it mean change need to happen perhaps it is just an attitude in terms of how you see yourself that might you know just help to bring about change um, that you so desire I think I'm at the end of the discussion it was such a lovely discussion Nariman Shukran for being a part of the program I've been speaking with Nariman Richards a life coach Shukran and Assalamu Alaikum Shukran to you